All right, let's get right into it then. Everybody, welcome to the Sex Actually podcast. This is my first interview of 2018. Hey. With Valerie, the bossy. I call you the bossy tossy, but I know that doesn't even... I, I <laughs> Listen, I, I've been called worse, so it's fine. <laughs> you are my new famous friend. <laughs> I don't think famous is... I, let's, let's all... No, I don't think that's... Uh, that's so true. you've been on the podcast um, probably as much as anybody guess, other than Tasha, of course, right. my co-host, who's yeah, think, uh, working today. She's a working girl. Now. Oh, so I think this might actually be the first time we weren't in your car. <laughs> hey, hey wow. stepping up in the world. You revealed that we weren't in my car. People were guessing, is he got a chick in his car? Oh, no. is he, yeah, That's, right. you know, when I've got like a last minute episode when we're just in a car, like getting my on the, oil changed. On the way to a mic or something. Yep. Where, is, is, do we do a show together in the car? Is, what were we, we were doing? always on our way to the car comedy store we were trying oh. to get to do the monday night mic so go back in time we have mm-hmm. a ton of new listeners people come and they go ah. the podcast big things are happening this month i'm not going to reveal i got to be a little cryptic on okay. air but i've agreed uh to write a series of dating advice columns for a large private publication so it's a large internet like uh, membership like a subscriber well only? into the six figures yeah shit so i'm hoping this thing goes up 500 percent that's my that's my hope yeah that'd be so, awesome but it'll definitely double but i hope like five or even like bigger yeah so um so people that might be listening in the in the future to past episodes hi you already know that yeah. <laughs> you found us through there but if you're not uh you've been on the show a bunch uh, fr- uh fr- from outside boston we met uh, of course uh through tinder i think we've made it known <laughs> You know what's so funny is I totally forgot until you just said that. And I was like, through comedy. Because that's like where excited. my brain goes. It was kind of like, through comedy. Yeah. Like we but both mostly, knew we were both doing comedy. Yeah. Was that, did that influence your swipe right? <laughs> the, I, no, it made me want to swipe left because I was like, oh God. <laughs> I was like, not a fucking comedian. Not another one. That's, uh, you might as well just have a photo with herpes on your face that says, I do comedy. Because yeah. And it's like, you know what to expect. Yeah. I think women, female comedians are more repulsed by male comedians than the opposite way around. Oh, 100% because we know what dirtbags you are. And men don't care. <laughs> we don't, men don't care what women do. Obviously, like, I feel like most men would have a hang up if a girl's a stripper or work, you know, works in a night industry or something where she's getting her ass grabbed. That's just our own insecurities yeah. by all the means, dance, pole dance, whatever you want to do. But um, men don't care. For, at least I wouldn't care. I mean, I hooked up with a comic in, in, in the olden days, uh, but like <laughs> she was also like first month in. I feel like everyone yeah, does, I feel hooks like up it, first month in. And you're not like, a comic yet. Yeah. Like you're, you're, you're trying to be have a Have I worked up with a paid comedian? No. No, I haven't. I have. Like a headliner? Yeah. Were you opening for him or no, her? No, 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 Did no. Did you get any work out of it? No, which is like, oh, what the fuck was the <laughs> point? You know, I'm just kidding. Was I don't uh, even want to say I don't I don't even want to guess because then I'll have to bleep it out. Don't so guess. I'll, I'll tell you off air, but I'm I, I can't. Right, I'm turning on. I'm names. turning our mics down a tiny bit. Okay. Um, because that's what I always sound test, and then I just get excited and I talk louder than I was supposed to. Um, but anyway, you are you're literally in my head as the voice of Google. Yeah. Yep. For the little uh, Google Home Minis. Yeah. What does the mom think of that? Boston kid over here. My mom. Okay. So this is, this is 100% true. I went home for Thanksgiving and I was home um, because I was home opening for Dana Gould. That's who I was going to guess was the comic you hooked up with. No, he actually, it's so funny because he's like, he's such a good dude. And he like, he's taken some other female comics on the road too. Like my friend Emma opens for him a lot. And, um, it's a great market opportunity to be to sound yeah. sexist as a female comedian because there's so so many older male comedians and it's a great opportunity to have a younger female who's talented of course 
open up for you because yeah. it's just did not. You it's know, another demographic that yeah. you're reaching too. And I think that, um, like he's super professional and like 100% like not a creep, like just a really good guy. And oh, cause a lot of people ask me about it when I, when I was, when I got the gig, they're like, but is he okay? Like, cause so much stuff has been coming out recently. With oh everybody. yeah. And oh, like, I haven't heard he okay? what he's talking yeah, yeah, about. Yeah. <laughs> unless you're in a fucking bomb shelter, uh, bomb shelter, but yeah, he, he's super great. Like Dana's awesome and he's fun to work with and he's like, he's just great. So, uh, no, it was not him that I hooked up with. You could probably, oh, so, uh, that was just a side note that you could probably, with, t- with today's climate, you could probably dig through texts I've sent you. Or even if, if, if someone overheard us talking, they'd be like, they'd be fucking. Because, <laughs> but it's just, but like, we're also in a different world where we're not in a, I don't know. We, I feel like it's comics when you, you, you almost want to be talked to in a way that's of, of peer, you know, peer, peer to peer versus like, hi lady, how are you? Like, yeah, yeah you're supposed to be. It, it is really hard with comedians because we're always going back and forth, giving each other shit and you just have to know where the line is, especially if it's somebody that you're, you don't already have a relationship with. Yeah. Are you trying to gain something from it? Hey, yeah. we should go write sometime. And then you're trying to undo someone's bra. They're like, yeah. what the fuck? Well, not only that, but like, Hey, we should write sometime. If you, say let's meet at this coffee shop then like cool then it then you're you know you're on middle ground where it's it's safe yeah. you're in public it's yeah. as opposed to be like why don't you come over to my place at 11 30 tonight it's like yeah, as oh, literally okay. i'm in your uh living room yeah but it's like <laughs> we should write though all things it's aside. also it's also 12 30 in the afternoon that's what so. i do i'm nighttime ugly i only like people to see me in the daytime oh my in God. my greatest sweats nighttime yeah, you ugly. caught me in my laundry outfit and i'm not doing laundry today um ladies and gentlemen he does have sweatpants on I but can i got uh, they're good because i got the elastic <laughs> they're good, ankle sweatpants where you see a little uh ankle bone oh i that's, mean that's that's the New, oh, so you uh, know that you have ankles still? Yeah. That they're not. <laughs> that oh, I, that's not the. Uh, my issues in life are not my ankles. It's my lower belly. Mm. It's this. But I gained only eight pounds during Christmas. People are asking. Last year I gained fifteen. No fucking way. So I gained eight pounds. I've already lost about seven of them. But okay. I haven't had sugar in about a week, other than my chocolate edibles. See, I don't know how you how you do it. I like. Oh God. Well, anyway, where, what were we talking about? It before? doesn't matter. <laughs> we're talking about because I was home. Oh, you went home with Dana Gould. Oh, so this. Okay, so when I was home. Um, my, my parents dragged me to, um, Best Buy and when we were there, they lost their goddamn minds because there was a million of those stupid Google home mini things on display and they embarrassed the shit out of me. It got to the point where they were like any, anybody in a blue polo shirt that worked at Best Buy, they were just like, Hey, our daughter, you see that? She's the voice of that. And like just going around and to the point where I lost them in the store. She does voice over. She does voice. I could, uh, I lost them in the store and literally I, some employee saw me and was like, if you're looking for your parents, they're over oh, there. And no. I was like, just kill me. But that's, but that's what you got. It's expect. cute. You know, it's like, who can be mad at that? Like, give I know us a little, proud. what's a line? Give us, yeah, can you contractually? What? What? <laughs> like, what do you say? Like, you just. What do you mean in the spots? You do a hunt. Like, how many different spots did you have to do? Oh my god, there's so many. They're, they're still coming. Like, it's I'm hard going to tell it's to you because more. they clean. It just they clean it up to radio voice. Like, you you know, oh, no, it's you. I, are they well? I not that they clean it up, but I'm just higher in my register when I do it. Oh. So like, this is me like right now talking. But yeah. if I'm doing the voice for it, if, if then it's like um. Let me think of one of the lines. You kept a like, little of your it's list. It's like, what's this little thing? Well, it's Google Home Mini. And it's very like, 
<laughs> yeah, it's very. Do I owe you money now for yeah, that? Pay me, bitches. Uh, no, I, but it's I, very. This like, episode is sponsored by Google. Everyone right now is like, why are we listening to an ad on this podcast? No, that's interesting. Do you is you make a conscious effort to go a higher mm-hmm. register? Well, because when we were auditioning for it, they sent out a scratch. What's called a scratch via, which is basically somebody at the ad agency recording the copy, and they're they're looking for a certain thing tonally and what they want, like. They don't, they don't want you to necessarily completely match what they're doing, but they want somewhere in that ballpark. And so they sent me the scratch video because they, I mean, a million people auditioned for it. Of course. And then self tape or. Yeah. We yeah. I recorded it. They at make home. it easy. It's obviously easier to record at home. Yeah. As we're if doing you have now. your own mic and stuff. Like I just record in my closet. I have like a couple of. Yeah. Um, I want to check that panels out. And stuff. I'll show it to you. But, um, people don't really. I mean, like acoustically, the closet with all the clothes, clothes and it's mm-hmm. small space. It's a good. Yeah. That's, that's, uh, and people go, oh yeah, like uh, I started from scratch. I recorded my closet. It's like, no, that's the best. That's the best place to do. do it. Yeah, but um, so yeah, so when I we did a first round, then they had people re-record a second round because they didn't like anybody's first takes, and that's when they sent the scratch video. And so I just listened to what the girl was doing on it, and I really paid attention. And I I think a big part of why. I started doing well with voiceover really quickly was because I have a music background and I, so I have a very good ear and I can hear things really easily. So like they don't want you to completely match it, but they want something pretty, pretty close. And so, um, so yeah, so I basically just tried to match the inflections and stuff that they did on the scratch. And then they called me and like five other people in to record a demo for it. Wow. And then... Are you they, shooting bricks at that point? I was losing... Because basically at that point, you're like, okay, so this job is mine to lose now. At this, and you know, you know, you point. start... You basically... Like any sort of callbacks, you put that money right into your savings account. Like you like rationalize. You're like, I need it. I'm going to pay this yeah. off. Yeah. Oh, well, that's this. what I've been. Do- My goal for this year is to like be completely debt free. Yeah. We cut we cut the checks before we get the job. Oh, 100. <laughs> I'm already like okay, but like so, how long before I get that money? Like yeah. even when even when it's a small amount, like a demo fee, you're only getting like 250 bucks. So so, and that's what I tried to remind myself that day, where I was like, even if I don't book this, I'm at least getting paid to be here for this demo. So the worst case scenario is I'm getting paid 250 bucks to be here. Oh, that's so, good. Okay. Yeah, you're and, making and your I didn't rate. know either because you know, as an actor too, like you don't know how long it's going to be before you find out, and how long you have to sit in that horrible. And purgatory. most of the time, you don't find out. Yeah, most of the time yeah. you don't hear anything. And so I, oh god, luckily I found out within like 24 hours, and I didn't expect that at all. Where were you? Um, I was home, and I like lost my mind, freaking out because it was the biggest thing that I had booked and it was, yeah, it's been crazy and it's been, Ooh, I, got, I, I got goosebumps. I'm so excited for you. Cool. And I knew you, I've obviously knew you booked and all that, but it's, <laughs> I love hearing the story because like people listening, you know, you see, you see celebrities, A-listers. It's like, yeah, that, that, that's that level. But there are people making their careers and buying their first homes and putting their kids to school from voiceovers and print work and thing, podcast subscribe, things like that. And no, it's just like you have to, it's interesting to see all the little steps that get you to that higher point. Yeah. Whereas like, you know, you, it's a, it's a, it's a big deal. So you tell your mom, yeah, was like, ah, what the fuck? Or, or they yeah. don't even, most people don't even understand until it's like out there on the radio, how significant it is. Right. Yeah. Well, it's crazy because for me, I thought it was just one job. Like I, I thought it was one commercial. I didn't realize that it was going to be this whole crazy campaign. I mean, they've run these things during like the world series and during, um, we saw, it on, I think we saw it on our flight or we heard it on our flight or they, something. I mean, they've been running it in, in movie theaters. Like Ken Gar literally just messaged me the other day. He's like, get out of my movie. And literally like had taken a video it's of funny. it. He's in the theater. And I was like, Oh my God. And then, and then Tasha and I go to your uh, restaurant, which by the way, I love and see you. I know it doesn't, but that's just the life. Yeah. Cause you're, it's, and that's the thing too. Like, 
it's, you get so close because you think it's going to be like that one job that's going to completely change your life. And this is something that I talked to one of my best friends about recently where I was like, I'm finally at that point where I have to decide what my number is. Like, what's the amount of money? Might. That's what it's called. You're You're nut. nut. But like, what's the, what's the amount of money that I need to have my, okay. What is my nut? (laughs) You asshole. But like, what is that amount that I have to have in my bank account to be able to quit my day job? Like that I would be comfortable. I mean, 20, 30 grand. I mean, because, just, because you could just, if you, I've, if you get a chunk of money and you quit your job, it's like you, that you, you fly through. It that. goes through so fast. Yeah, Unless that, you're continually working. Which yeah. Hopefully. But you and who know. is, I mean, I mean, we're all continuously working, but not at the level where we have that security to know like, all right, we got another season. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, when I was just staying in for Matt Bomer, he didn't buy his house till like his fourth season of white collar. He was making a hundred thousand an episode. But he was still probably like, I don't know. And it's like, what? Yeah. Because, you know, they, they probably only see half of that. But it's still. You um, do. Oh, that's the, that's what's so crazy with taxes. They take over half. And your agency fees and all that. Yeah. They bill yeah. you as if you're making that for 30 years. It's yeah. like, no, I just made this after 20 years of not making any money. Yeah. That's what's so cr- And now, too, with the new tax plan, it's like. I so um I became eligible to join SAG. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh I I was eligible for like the last six years. I've lived out here for almost ten. So it's been it's taken me ten years to join the fucking union. And, but you've been eligible for a bit. For six years. And people don't join because, because you now lose non union opportunities yeah. and it costs thousands of dollars. It's three thousand three hundred dollars to join. I paid right more now. than that. Because I had to, I had to join when they were separate. Maybe I paid no, that no, much. No, no, it was actually I paid like it, 20. It was the same amount because what they did is they took the two fees and just combined them okay. into one. Yeah, after it was 1600 SAG was 20 and change. Yeah, yeah. So yeah it's, a lot so of money. Same. I put it's, it on a credit card. I put dude, it on an 18-month no-interest credit card and I said, let's start working. Yeah. And I was doing background. I was it's doing stuff that like... crazy how much it is. Yeah. And so basically, I, I didn't join because of all the non-union work that there is now, which is shitty. And so um, I booked... I'm also the voice for a children's hospital in Texas. And so... When I, um, they are SAG and they, I basically, they were like, Hey, we, we want to keep working with you, but you need to join like now. This is right before Christmas. You're a must join. They've given and you they were time. Like, you have yeah. to do it now. And so I drove down there and I paid the, the, um, I did the payment plan. So I paid like the first third. Oh, upfront, nice. And then I would have like five monthly payments after that. Well, except for then when I found out about the tax plan and we can't write off anything next year, Jeez. I was like, fuck that. So I literally three days later turned around went back to sag and paid the rest of yeah, it off not so i could for, get the uh, whole write-off performance write-off yeah but that was uh, we'll fi- a lot of money we'll figure I didn't expect to yeah <laughs> oh i hear you we'll figure a way to work that those write-offs out i'm sure the smart people who make a lot more than we do will find the loopholes that we need well, to write a off our things flights that i've been finding out is one is that you can incorporate yourself and then you can take and you can write everything off also it depends on if you're paid by w-2s or 1099s if you're paid by W-2s, you can't put it against it. But if you're paid by 1099s, you can. It's very weird. Boy, we just put everyone to sleep. Yeah, I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. no. It's, like, no. I've just been going down the rabbit hole during research Well, about people it. don't think about that stuff, that side of it all. We just come out here and Because everyone about... forgets. Like, it's a business just like everything else. Like, it's so much work. There's yeah. so much work that goes into it. Yeah. You know, so so um, working with an agency, Tasha and I worked for Royal Caribbean this past fall. And was and that when you guys were... Hot, hot and trotting around. We were, when you were, we were and already hot and trotting around. Okay. We just made it a decision to hot it. and trot around, <laughs> and then we were in Mexico. I don't, this might be boring for everyone listening. We were in Mexico with Tasha's family. We had just auditioned for this, and it was just a print campaign. But you know, they wanted to audition people. They wanted like a chemistry yeah. sort of vibe, and uh, they were casting couples only. 
and um, they were like, can you swim with whale sharks? We're like, yeah, sure, whatever, what the fuck, who cares? Like, you know, and then, you know, overpromise, just things yeah. you can't do. And then, um, and then we auditioned, and then we go on vacation. And it's always, su- we, when you audition and then have to leave town, you're going to get the part. Of course you are. This and, ha- has um, happened to me so many times, it's the worst. And luckily, the it wasn't filming it. So we were, I was literally paddle boarding on this tiny little island in the um, Sierra Cortez in the west side of uh, Mexico. Just t- shitty little paddle board, could barely stand up on it. We we're li- uh, I don't know how Tasha had cell phone service, and she just like yells at me from the, the shore with thumbs up. She's freaking out. And I'm like, all right, I guess we got it. Or That's we crazy. ended up, it was just a callback or we never did a callback, but they wanted to like talk to us more. And so like the, immediately it was like, oh, we guess we got it. And a few days later, we ended up flying back from Mexico, LAX, got the phone call that we got it. And it of course paid way more than anything I've ever done creatively. Oh my God. I can't probably combine. I want to know what, how much they paid you. It's, um, you don't have to tell me on it, t- but I need to know. It's not that, it's not that, <laughs> it's not that I'm going to whisper it to you, but it's not that much. Well, I'll just, I'll, yeah, just it's, just it's, hand it's, yeah, yeah. Each. Yeah. Damn each. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot. That not that wasn't. Uh, yeah. You got it right. So, uh, that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, no, but that's but I mean, a lot for a, for, <laughs> but for a print campaign. That's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. And for the fact that we got to go to Mexico for a week, get a per diem on top of that. Yeah. Get uh, people to take care of us and travel us to different resorts, and yeah. we didn't even go on the boat. We just went to different. Of course, so like you, as you know, you got half that right after taxes and, and yeah, stuff. Yeah. I mean, probably. Yeah. We got. We might get more. They might buy You'll it out. You get a lot or, back too. Yeah, but but any, but uh, but any, either either way, it's it's interesting because it's like these aren't our career goals, but they just keep you getting by. Mm-hmm. And what what I'm trying to learn from Tasha is like she's got she can work a tenth the amount of hours that I work and make five times as much. And it's like okay, let's start thinking bigger about bigger jobs so we can quit the little side hustles. Yeah. And that we, like you mentioned, at what point do you just quit the side hustle and, and are you full time making money? I mean. You, in the hindsight, you're going to look back at this time and be like, "Oh, you were well on your way." But there's people like the the one of the leads in, in the show, The Office. She didn't quit like serving breakfast, at some br- you know brunch spot in L.A. to like season four. Yeah, it's like what? Anyway, it's crazy. Yeah. I, so I I told you I started watching This Is Us last night. Um, <laughs> cry fest. And, uh, <laughs> but it's, it's a really good show, but I, I started going, um, through like IMDb and looking up all the actors and stuff. And one of the lead actors on it, um, she plays one of the, um, she plays one of the sisters, like one of the leads and, uh, Kate, I believe is her character name. And she, she, one of her quotes on there is that when she found out that she booked that job, she had 81 cents in her bank account. Yeah. And I was like, fucking preach girl. Like we've all been there. Is that the big girl? Mm-hmm. The big girl. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, like the, we've so embarrassingly been there. Yeah. And she was saying that she's like, you know, you just have to stay humble and thankful. And she's like every day, she's like, there are still days where I'm driving to set and I'll just start crying because she's so thankful for Jeez. it. And it's like, and and I, when I saw the billboards for that, I was like, this is going to be the shittiest show. I know. I know. Like, I do too. <laughs> but but I, without watching, I mentioned this. I texted you. I like, I love Nashville. Yeah. I know this is us would get me crying. It's I, I know. Just, you, so sometimes good. you know when, when a, a, a show's making a turn and you start pr- the pre-cry. Uh, see, it's like the yeah. pre-cum when you're watching. You're just like, <laughs> you're like, all right, I'm lubing my uh, tear glands tear up to just cry. Well, I didn't know. Like people told me it was a cry fest, but I also didn't know. 
I didn't know there would be so many reveals. Like I, like as I was watching it, I would be like, Oh shit. Like, cause it was just and like, you're only a couple episodes in. I'm only three. I've watched the first three episodes right, I guess I and I'm already like, okay, yeah. I can't wait to start watching more. I put it off long enough. All right. I'm going to watch this is us. And uh, speaking of, um, <laughs> <laughs> there's no way to transition last time <laughs> I had you on. So you, okay. So basically here we you, are now finally talking about relationships. Yeah, 20 minutes no, in. I mean, well, I'll I'll preface it by saying this: of all the people I know in in comedy, you're you're in my inner circle for someone I don't see often. Yeah, Do you know what I mean. Yeah, I love you. I love that. Aww, like, oh yeah, thank you. you. No, I mean, you know what I mean. Like, there's people that like <laughs> you. You can't like I can respect a comic who's ten years ahead of me, but like I can't like you and I are kind of like both shadow boxing this industry right now you know yeah. what i mean like we're both kind of doing we're our in thing. it yeah. yeah and that's good and you kind of have to surround yourself with people like 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 heather turman like people that i don't see ever but when i do i'm like hey what's up yeah, yeah. i'm happy to see you i went to karma the other night to do the um i was doing a spot on the burlesque show that's there oh you were and, doing the burlesque um, show yeah well not not taking my clothes no, no, off no, but, but doing but comedy yeah what's the difference i showed up literally in like every article of clothing i own just to, so everyone knew exactly but why people I was there. respect the people who take their clothes off more than us and that's fine too burlesque is cool but i went in there and the bartender was like like i, I mean we haven't seen each other in, in forever and the bartender was like you just missed your husband oh really <laughs> yeah and i was like where is he and that's when i texted you and i was like come back i'm the only one that refuses to call you I my am, comedy wife i know yeah he'll say <laughs> I mean, he'll don't. say he loves me but he won't call me no i'm not doing commitment to even asshole. to my friends fucking <laughs> asshole kid no i had left i wasn't there it's been a slow start getting back because i was gone for 15 days but ever since i've been off sugar i've been writing a ton really oh my gosh ideas are flowing to me all right maybe i need to it's and that's the reason i quit sugar the first time i did it was because mentally uh the inflammation went away in my brain like that cloud goes away and you go oh this that and the other thing which by the way i want to share this with you before i get i want i I want to give into your backstory too but i had the i had the craziest anxiety last night i might have had an edible just I a tiny that, bit. This is why I can't have edibles. Yeah, exactly. So but cool. I think I learned my I think I learned my lesson. Don't do this again. I had an edible a couple hours before I was supposed to be on the show. I get to the show. Oh, I'm, no. I'm late, but I didn't know it. I thought it was a nine o'clock show. It was an eight o'clock show. So I walk into the show at nine fifteen at, at the at this place called the Dime. It's oh, this that's, tiny I'm spot. doing it next week. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I think. Uh, let me know which day. Are you doing Monday? Mo- Monday? Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe I'll do it Monday foreshadowing okay uh i didn't get i I walked in and marlon wayans is on stage and for those who don't care about stand-up he's probably like oh wayans yeah but like in the stand-up community he had the whole audience on their feet like it was so packed in this room everyone was staring at him the door to walk in is right next to the stage oh no so i walk in but i i my plan was already like i knew i was gonna walk in and I knew the comic, if I just stopped, would address it. So I just walked in and went straight to the back of the room. But as I'm walking, I go, who the fuck's on stage? I thought maybe it was Chappelle. Right. I'm not saying I couldn't differentiate between black comedians. Well, you're not looking up either. Not, you're I trying did, to refused, just be like. Yeah, I didn't want to make eye contact. I want to go straight to the back, hope that he wasn't like, hey, what the fuck? And, um, and, I, and I started going, oh, shit, I can't follow this. Just, oh, no. I'm in a black, it's a, it's like a, a black audience. They're going, they're loving him and I'm like, hi. And yeah, I'm, and I'm also, <laughs> I haven't really done it in 15 days, which is never good. Yeah, I'm you have just, marbles in your mouth. It's awful. A lot of shit in my mouth. Oh. And I see Adam who books this show and he's like, dude, you're late. And I'm like, don't put me up. I, I like before he, obviously he was like, I got bumped. Yeah. Like Marlon, Marlon wasn't supposed to be on the show. He did 30 minutes. So like there wasn't time for me anyway. Normally you show up to a show late. Whoever was there goes up. It's very much like a fluid thing. It's not well planned because comics come and go. People cancel whatever. So I was just freaking the fuck out and I walked out the back and I was like going to go home. 
and I felt like such a failure and like a child. Oh, no. And I, I mean, I wasn't tripping balls. I was just high. <laughs> you know what I mean? I wasn't like, Ugh. I could have gone on stage. I probably wouldn't have bombed, but I probably would have not, not done, done well. Yeah. yeah. Judging by some of the comics who went up after him, I think I would have held my own because some of the comics ate dick. Oh, and, I was, and, I, and you could tell when someone's bombing out of their control too. versus like, you're not even telling jokes. Yeah. And it is a tough room. But he had a full room. The co- one comic went on after him, like another black guy who was actually, I don't know his name, but he was actually really good. He was in his 50s. He's done it for 30 years. I'm like, he was. murdered. And then after that, people were like trailing off. Yeah. But um, I was going to walk home because I walked out the back and, and, and then I walked around the block. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I got to wait and talk to Adam after. It really wasn't a big deal. But I was like, I got to just like, for for the sake of my own career, not run away from a spot. Like I was a little bit late. I was coming from work anyway. So like I couldn't, I didn't just like sleep in, but I was also like mad at myself. So I waited till afterwards. I talked to him. He's like, dude, I'm sorry. And like, he's apologizing to me. And I'm like, no, 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 I'm the asshole, blah, blah, blah. And it worked out fine. He was like, just do a spot when you're ready. But it reminded me like, I got to work harder to prepare for these moments, to be ready to walk into a room of like fucking amped up people and them see me a no name they don't care about and you know what i mean like i wasn't ready to deliver in that moment yeah no i feel you like it's it is hard and and now that i'm like further into doing stand-up i remember when i started and people would be like oh yeah i'm gonna take a break from stand-up and i'd be like what you can't do that like this is the greatest thing ever i'm never gonna want to take a break and now that i'm you know like four years in i'm like Oh, okay. <laughs> like, Have you ever driven a manual car? Yeah, I used to so, drive stick. Okay, there you go. So, like, you know, after you leave first gear, you put it in a neutral and you kind of like coast for a second. And yeah. Then, yeah. That's what that's what I feel like it needs to be. It you, is. You got to put your foot on the gas, but then you got to take it off a little bit, and then you got to go harder into yeah. the next level. Well, true story too. This is so funny because when this when I started booking a bunch of voiceover stuff last year, I was like, you know what? Like maybe this is just a sign that I need to back off stand up for a little bit and give myself some space to like work, you know, focus on what's fucking paying me right now and like not beat myself up for not making it to as many mics and shows and stuff. So I'll just, maybe I'll like back off a little bit. Literally that day is when Dana texted me and was like, Hey, do you want to open for me in Boston? And I was like, all right, just kidding everybody. But (laughs) I I love it though, because what you did, and I I just watched a, a, like, I think it was a Deepak Chopra clip from Oprah in the nineties about this. (laughs) How's your life, Dave? Way to be topical, man. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And, uh, and, and it's, and it's when you, when you, you, you want what you want on the inside and you ask for it, but when you stop needing it is when it arrives. Yeah. And you didn't need the stage time or the work and it, and it showed up. Yeah. And that's the powerful place in life. We talk about it with our jobs, uh, people in your relationships or looking for relationships. It's like, know, know what you want, but, but just get out of the expectation of having it delivered to you Postmates day one. Yeah. Because it's going to come when it's ready. It's just never in the order that you want. And then it's important for us to remember that because we're not at the fuck you money. We're not at the sold out theaters, but we're at the place where it's like, you have a, you have a amazing national tour, international touring headliner who's asking you to perform on his stage. And he can ask one of thousands of people to do that. And they all said, no. So you did not get it. <laughs> How'd it go? Probably. You did um, laugh Boston? It was, yeah. Great. Have you, have you done it before? Yeah. A couple of weekends. When it I was, was cool. It was my first time there. Spots and, um, the spots a little weird like getting there it's not like foot it's traffic. a fucking nightmare to get there like did you, I did you stay with your parents or so this, this is why it's, it was tough for me because my family lives up in salisbury which is about 45 minutes outside the city and so and i don't have a car when i'm home and so i took um if the first night i went in my brother came with me so he drove so 
of course we got lost in the tunnels because they're the worst and I'm screaming because I'm, we left so early. We left my parents' house at like, I think we left at like five thirty or something, six o'clock. So I gave myself plenty of time Jeez, to get there. The show's at eight. You know what I mean? I was like, I'll get there by seven. I'll have plenty of time to like hang in the green room, write a little bit, do my thing. No. Hit traffic, got stuck in the tunnel. Like I'm screaming at the top of my lungs and I was like, Fuck! Just like perfect my, my, energy for uh, oh, relating right. to an audience. Oh my god! And my and my poor brother that like, actually probably would work with a Boston crowd. Just showing up, fucking just road screaming. Rage. Oh my god! My brother is so cute though because he's younger than me. He's only twenty two, and he's just like, it's gonna be okay. Like trying to like Aww. calm me down, and I was like, I'm not mad at you. I'm just ah, like losing my mind. So finally, we get there at like quarter of eight. You know what I mean? And I've like pushed it to the limit. And it's night. And one. it's my first night yeah. exactly. So I'm like, I don't know what to expect. So it was a kind of a lighter crowd the first night. It was still fun, but like Friday night was super fun. There was oh, you like, had a Thursday night was your first night? Yeah. We did oh. a Thursday. This is why, because we did... Normally, there's two shows on Friday, but um, there was already some late night show on Friday. So we did an eight on Thursday and eight on Friday. They do like an urban show and then, late Friday. No, not the night I was there. It was like a Disney-themed show or something. Oh, interesting. And then Saturday, there was an eight and a ten. And um, of course, <laughs> I hired a videographer to tape one of my sets... And he taped, um, he was planning on taping the eight o'clock show on Saturday, which is the one that all my family was coming to that I didn't know until I thought they were all going to come Friday. They all came Saturday. And of course, it's a 300 seat, you know, club. Plus, yeah. It's literally sold out. And somehow, somehow the videographer manages to put the camera right next to my parents. Oh, uh, the audio? <laughs> well, I went up because I saw it happen. I, I was watching him set up and I was like, oh no. That's my so, daughter. She does Google Exactly. Music. So I literally went out into the audience. I was like, listen, you two. <laughs> I was like, you can laugh all you want. Laugh plenty. I was like, but if I hear one goddamn, she's doing so good on this recording, I'm going to lose my mind. Oh yeah. It's almost bad. You almost get a better laugh from people you don't know. Yeah. People you know, and especially people you know well. I mean, I've rooms before with friends and i bombed mm. because they're looking at you and they're excited but they're not laughing they're not laughing they're not they the know you and they're like subconscious yeah vibe. Like, they're yeah. like proud of you and so they're like beaming as opposed to audibly laughing i bombed on my going away show from new york to la no. <laughs> oh my god yeah i ate a hot one <laughs> I, I ended up doing okay but i had to like ditch my material friends don't oh. necessarily i mean sometimes it works you you were in a big room where they were still only a slice i mean even there if you was, had 20 yeah. people there it's that's what what you know tiny it's nothing portion, compared yeah. to the size of the room but yeah i filled up rooms before and i had to eat a huge bag of cock oh um, that sucks but uh i love that that place the green room's kind of like right sort of through the hallway behind the yeah, stage you can it's almost, a good set yeah. you could tell it was built for stand-up versus some places that were like every other business failed here do comedy you i know, know. it's a good vibe there quite a few. um yeah no uh, I always I always try to record audio from my phone just in case whoever recorded audio got it from a bad spot. Yeah. Because you'll get it next to a heckler or somebody who's paying their bill. And yeah. like I've had to zoom out of audio and zoom into like just a better version of that. Yeah, I'm actually I might I might ask for your help with my tape because it's like I'm busy that day. I got I'm swamped. <laughs> motherfucker. Well, because it's like a I think it's like a 22 minute set, and I'm just trying to figure out how to cut it down because there's a couple of spots where he was adjusting the camera and so you can hear it go like click, 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 click. And then you there's have no other audio. Mm, yeah. Uh, I wonder if I, it's fine. Yeah. I'll if it's look. not in the first few there's minutes, people will be on board too. With it. And I'm like, Ugh, man, the thing I, with editing stand up is uh, festival submissions. Don't like it because they're like, well, you're just clipping together the funny parts. I know. And then, but, but it's like, but you don't understand. But you can edit it down and have a full version, like unlisted online or yeah, something. But yeah, 22 is a long time to go for, 
anything submission wise. I know. I, I want to get it down to like a 10 minute tape that I can use for festivals and, yeah. and even just to try to get more feature work. Cause I'm going on tour, um, in March I'm opening for Dana again, um, up in Bloomington at the comedy attic. So Indiana. Do, mm-hmm. Cool. So I'm doing a feature weekend there and then it's going to be a great crowd. I, they're great. I, I performed there last year and they were so fun. How close is that to Indianapolis? Cause it's I'm doing a week, I'm doing a weekend there. Um, Wait, when? Because I, I'm sometime go... in the spring. I, I just I just got told that they're gonna get me in for a weekend feature, but I don't know when. Dude, let me know when because so I'm going. Um, the dates I think for the comedy attic are the 22nd, 23rd, and 24th, and then we were gonna go to Indianapolis for that like for two nights. I think on like a Monday and a to Sunday. Do, and Monday, to do crackers or what? I don't know. We don't know what to do out there because I don't have any connections. In, yeah, I, like I for some of the indie like alt stuff I do, but not for any of the clubs. Interesting. And then. We're going to go to Nashville for two nights and do some indie stuff. Then um, we're so going to go... So what do you go... do? You fly to Bloomington and then you're going to so drive gonna to f- each spot? So I'm going to fly into Indianapolis and get picked up and then do the weekend of shows. Do you know you know Jolene Lunzer, right? No. She's a good friend of mine. She's awesome. She's a comic. She's going to fly out a couple days later and um, meet me with a rental car. And then we're going to do Indianapolis, Nashville. And then we're going to be in Atlanta for five days and we already we have a bunch of shows in atlanta booked that are like indie stuff and then we also with dana or with the girl no just with jolene and so then jolene mm -hmm. oh and so we put um because we've done laughing skull before so we asked for a feature weekend at laughing skull and we're just waiting to hear back from them if uh if we can do it or not because they're they're just waiting to hear back on who their official headliner is to find out if they're bringing somebody or not is it easier to tour now that you're single that's what i was going to get into half an hour (laughs) you're single every other episode you've had a boyfriend uh well i'm kind of oh gee i know same guy new guy no new guy uh well well that's fine but okay hold on let me unwrap this oh god because we're in your new place you moved out you were living with a boyfriend yeah uh dated for years we were together for like three years named yeah. david yeah not dave david i don't like yeah. people that go by their full names I, of well, anything. He, I mean, it's jonathan yeah. shut up johnny <laughs> what do you want to know would he, cor- would he correct people if if you called no, him dave? he preferred people called him david but he wouldn't like lose his mind like he had friends that called him david and stuff too i just hate it when i introduce myself hey i'm dave and they go oh, nice to meet you david it's like don't put pressure on my name <laughs> now you want me to be See, a david i always and I'm introduce not. myself as valerie because people always hear me wrong when i say val Especially yeah, that's not the, the same phone, so as I'm like a like, Val Valerie is not the same as like a John Jonathan or Mike Michael. Like if, if uh, hi, uh, Michael, Mike, just hi, hello, like, Michael. It's like, all right, pump your fucking brakes. Yeah. Like we're not going there yet. Like yeah. I'm Dave. Chill out. But Valerie, Val. Yeah. Anyway, so you were dating David. I was. And then how to like at what point do you know that it's over? How does that how does that all take place? Um, For me... I had kind of known for a while and I, so how long, how long from a couple months you knew for a few months, I knew and I was hoping I, I just, I was kind of stuck. I was in like a weird place mentally and I was having a tough time. And I, this is when I was living in Koreatown and I was miserable right near, right by you. Yeah. And you had your car I broken just, into, or that was I after? Just, I mean, yeah, it was just, just so much shit was all happening at the same time. He was living with me. He was financially stuck. He, like, we were sharing my car for a while. It was, like, a lot of just, like, 
I mean, the place where I lived was horrible. I mean, I, we tried, I tried to explain it to people because it's like going through a war. Like it, it was so bad, so bad where I lived. Parking. You don't even want to drive anywhere. You like, co- I couldn't there. You would have to come pick me up because there was no, there was no parking. I lived right by a couple different schools. There were schools out parking. People there, park on, people on, the parking on the sidewalk, on the sidewalk, on the grass there yeah. because there was no, it, it was just, it was so insane. My car got broken into more times than I could count. I mean, keyed bricks thrown through the windshield, just like just because you took someone else's spot. No, maybe? I just cause because just it was a bunch of just shitty people. There were it was insane. Anyway, so um, my friend that lives in the building that I currently live in now, he had us over for Fourth of July, and I was like, oh my god, this building is amazing! Like, please let me know if anything opens up. If you and by the anything, way, same here. Let me they know. They don't allow dogs, but because. they like cats. Yeah, because right, they use it. they have dogs here, but they stopped it before I moved in. I know. People and so would fuck people with shitty dogs they ruin, ruin it. I know. Boone is such a house cat. He's but such a good dog. Yeah, he would be perfect. Um, Too bad. But so, um, so yeah, so two months after that, I got a call from his landlord, and he was like, "Hey, I heard you're looking for," and I was like, "Oh my god!" And I had no money saved up. So I was you know, screwed. you're you know, you're still with your guy. Yeah. But so, you're like well, so new opportunities emerge. Well, that's the thing. He was out of town when this was happening because he was gone for like two months. Right. And so I went and looked at the place, fell in love with it. And I was like, there's no way I'm going to be able to afford this place. And I was like, how much is the rent? And he told me and I was like, well, I can only afford this amount. And he was like, okay. What? And I was like, what? What? <laughs> were you like, within? Were you? I mean, was it like within I a couple hundred? A couple hundred, yeah. Okay. But I was like, he must have liked you. I was like, what the fuck? And so I he, just was, he was like, my we rent. gotta get this lesbian with her cat in God here now. <laughs> we're gonna need this, this girl looks haggard. She needs help. <laughs> get her off the streets. But so um, they gotta write it off. So I was like, okay. So when I got when they got the papers, I was like, you know what? There's an I I worked every shift I could at the bar to try to, to get the money to move in to because I like I said I didn't have like first month's deposit all that yeah so I worked as much as I could to get, to get the money fast and I was like you know what I'm putting everything in my name because I'm not going to take a chance of lo- losing this place when I'm putting all the work into it and and I was just like no way so I I put everything in my name. So did did he know you were going to move? He knew um, like a week after I was living here because he was still gone. So I moved. What? I moved. Your everything. boyfriend didn't know you moved. I moved. Everything. You were so mentally checked out. I love it. You I, literally were mentally and physically checked out. I was just like, I'm fine because I didn't. I knew he was going to be like, we can't afford it, or like. But you had to move. His, you had to move his shit too. Then yeah, he didn't have a ton of stuff though because it was my place that he kind of started living at. He, he pretty much. It uh, was basically like his clothes. Piggybacked onto you. Yes. Yeah. yeah for a long he, time. You were his home base. But yeah. Uh, it, I was his, like his, like his drop pad basically. Like, cause he was going out of town all the time. So, you know, when he was in town, he was with me, but otherwise he was just That's what around. guys love that. Like I'm jealous almost of this guy's life. Because, you know, well, not really, but like we love, like I love having a bucket of shit. Uh, like gold clothes at my mom's house you know like yeah. i love having like hey i love some mittens here yeah <laughs> or like, you know, yeah, you go home and you're like oh i don't have to buy toiletries or bring them with me because i know that there's stuff here yeah. that i left which here. by the way went home my mom my, my parents had the shittiest toilet paper they're doing really well oh, financially my parents, like, what the fuck is the matter with i know you? i was like what 
we can't afford you guys can't afford two ply toilet I sp- paper? and i spilt water and i used their paper towels and it it actually absorbed less than nothing i know like it was literally like just it's plastic like, it's like dry it's just resting and I'm like, on top of my it. only thought and i have to i should call my mom and find this out is maybe like one of my maybe my brother they were like told him to go buy some stuff and, and he, he just bought the wrong on his guy. own money just got the shittiest things i mean it was like anyway so oh. yeah so anyway so he's just using you as a crash pad and so it, and it, and we just we were just in a tough spot we were both we both did a lot of growing in our relationship. Like he was coming off of like drinking way too much and partying way too much. And he'd also before me had just gotten out of a 10 year relationship, which is insane. What was the in-between time? Like how long was From he single his... before he met me? Yeah. Like I think less than a year. Okay. So it was like, well, it wasn't like a month. It, no, but it was still like still, yeah. pretty, pretty crazy. I can't imagine being with somebody that long. So, so did he, he have was, to move his stuff out of her place to yours? <laughs> yeah, right. Like, oh my God. But basically, no, cause he had a place, but then it, a whole long story, he moved out of there, whatever. So these he, financial um, issues that we see are always, you know, in the cities, it's like we always move in with each other way too, too soon quick because, because it's financially, like people don't understand if you're listening in Bloomington, Indiana, go see Valerie perform, but also <laughs> just fuck you because like uh, Tasha's, uh, uh, Tasha's sister, Chelsea has a like two or three bedroom apartment. She got, I guarantee it's not a thousand bucks. You know what oh I mean? God, and yeah. it's like, and it's beautiful. And yeah. she is like, well, this is my yoga room. Is that we don't have extra rooms. This is my room that I sleep in and shower. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's crazy. There, you just, you just don't we have force ourselves space. into like into a place that's not great for relationships. Well, that's yes. And we, and because when he started staying with me, we never had the discussion of like, hey, we're ready to do this. It was like, oh, well, you're here now. And I guess you can just stay here. It kind of just happened. It wasn't like a we're ready talk. And so when I moved in here and finally, when I was just so unhappy in that relationship, I was like, you know what? And it lasted for months, even like, oh, oh, actually like a year into living here. And finally I was like, I can't do this anymore. And I just, what specifically, you know, like our relationship, I was like, I can't, I was like, I can't do this anymore. And I was talking to a couple of my girlfriends about it before I had broken up with him. And I was like, I don't know what to do. And you know, it's, it's going to be so hard affording this place. And and they were like, um, and you'll actually, this will come full circle, but they were like, Val, you know, you can't, you can't sacrifice your happiness for a couple extra hundred bucks a month. Like you can't do it. And I was like, you're right. You're right. I'm just going to have to like trust that I'll be okay. And then I'll figure it out and whatever broke up with him literally the day or the day after that I did it is when I found out that I booked that Google job, Wow, which is like crazy because so I was, to think. I was, <laughs> Did he but break I, up in a, person? A, did you see him? Did, yeah, it was in person. Knew, it was hard. He, he knew. He knew because I tried to try. I tried to break, call it up before. Did he And care? then kind of like backpedaled. He he did. I mean, it wasn't like, and and also like spoiler alert, we're still friends. Like we're not, we're not in a in a bad place. Like we still we still talk. We'll still see each other on occasion. But like, did you ever slip back into friends with benefits? Just on the way out the door, kind of, but like, cause, cause we split and then he was still here for a little while. So it's like, it was tough. And because the thing is like, neither one of us are bad people. Wait, you split and he was still living with you. Yeah. We split cause he couldn't move out right away. I told him he could have like, cause I didn't want to, he, he was just a mess. And so I was like, you know, you can have like, we split. It was like the end of August, I think, or the middle of August. And I said he could have until October 1st. But I said, you need to be out by October 1st because 
my best friend was coming to visit me from Atlanta and I was like, she's staying with me. Like, and you I'm can't, not- and you can't like, you're a nice person. You probably could have extended it to the end of the year. And so at what point is at he going to get he, shit right. where he needs and to so be? I was like, okay. He needs to almost be out for his own sake. You yeah. did him a favor. Really. Yeah, I did. <laughs> and, <laughs> and like, so yeah, it's, I mean, you know, it's, it's weird. And, and, but we're trying to, we're still friends. And again, because neither one of us are bad people. It's just, we, we just, he didn't give me what I needed at the end of the day. Like we were together for a long time. And I, and one of my big things with him was, I was like, I need to be told I love you. I need to hear that. And he's like, but I show you that I love you. I was like, yeah, sure, sure. Like, thank you for doing that. But like, I'm telling you what I actually need. And then he still wouldn't do it. Like I could funny how brain dead we are because that's not so look, i've done the same thing i'm like tasha Ugh. i bought you this i got you chinese i'm like i'm like the dog who's coming back all muddy with a bone like don't you see i did this for you and yeah. she's like yeah but i needed a hug and it's like, yeah oh and it and it is and, and that's the thing i was like i need to hear like i need i need you to look at me and tell me that and like we were together over three years and i the amount of times he said i love you i could count probably on one hand maybe two and I, and it was so hard because I came from a family that was really affectionate. We always told what each other. What else do you need other than I love you? We all need more than. From I mean, him? Yeah. I needed that. Quality I needed, time. Yeah. And I needed. Gifts, words of affirmation. Just more, just, just to feel like I was more part of his life. You know, I, I, I never met his family. I never went home with him in the three years we dated. That's he came home to weird. meet my family, but he was, we were both trapped. Cause then towards the end too, the last year we were together, I was started going on tour and going I was out of the, out of town all the time. And so, and then he was out of town a lot. So it just never matched up where we could make it happen. And I told him, I was like, I understand that that wasn't anybody's fault, but I never felt like you really, really wanted me to come home. You never were like, Hey, I know our shit's crazy, but like, it's really important for me. I really want you to meet my mom or whatever, you know, and, well, and it granted, should never be that crazy. Right. And granted, like, he ashamed you know, his, to bring you to no, his... no. And that was the thing too. Like his cousin came out here, like a couple of his cousins. So I met them before and yeah. it, like, it wasn't like I didn't meet anybody from his family, but like another thing too was on social media. Like we never, we never posted photos of each other. I mean, a lot of people didn't even know that I had a boyfriend and I was living with my boyfriend. That used to piss me off when Tasha wouldn't post photos of me. Yeah. I, 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 I now don't care, but, but, like, but yeah. it, it used to piss me off because we weren't on the same page with that. And that's like a weird conversation you kind of have to have because yeah. it's like, what, what do we, it's almost like we don't have to be unified you, like you, you, like if he decides he wants to make you his woman crush Wednesday every week, that's fine. You don't have to make him your man crush Monday, but you do have to like talk about like, hey, just so you know, this is kind of more perfect. Like Tasha's always like, this is more of a professional thing. I'm not posting. It doesn't mean I don't love you. Like, because I was seeing all these photo albums Tasha was making of photos of us, mm-hmm. and I go, I'm a piece of shit that I care what she sh- what she decides what to share with the world when she's out here printing these photos yeah. of us and framing them. Yeah. Like her, what's important to her is so much different than, than me where I'm like, I want to show the world what I have. Yeah. Not necessarily to brag, but I just want to like, this is me. Yep. This is it. And with her, it's more reserved. So for you guys, you just weren't, like what what like what was it were you just both not that type of person to share that or I think a little bit of both I think that because I would still post a, like a photo of us every once in a while and and it was rare it was like every couple months I couldn't pick them out of a lineup I, I know like and you even know each other for yeah. so long but like he never did of us and I I even like after we split up I I went it was just cuz you know when you go down sadness sadness hole when you're like i miss this person you start look, looking through all their social and then media facebook and 
algorithm shows you more it's of this the shit. Fucking worst. I'm working and on so, a bit about that because it's like, yeah, the more like if you want to hate, look at somebody on social media. Facebook's like, guess you want to see more of that. Yeah, and it's like, and no, like, I don't. No, I I'm don't. addicted. Leave me alone. Oh, but so I started going down his Instagram feed, and I was like, wow, we've been together three years, and there is no photos of the two of us on here for that long. Do you and think I you were like, just one step out? The whole, both of you were just like only I th- it was not just, fully I there. I think we both were just broken too. We'd both come out of relationships and like weren't really ready to be with anybody else yet, but we really liked each other. And that's kind of what happens. Like even now that I'm seeing somebody new, I try to explain to him where I'm like, it, it's now I'm kind of the asshole because I'm not posting photos of he and I. And my big thing is I was like, I'm not ready. And also because I don't want my ex to see them because we just split up and I, I'm, I don't want to rub it in anybody's face. What are you, and also, like three months, four months? Five, um, oh, uh, well, you split up in August, you said. Uh, yeah, know, but he was wasn't out until October. So okay. it's kind of like, do you know what, but you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. it, it was it's so. It's a like, gray area. And so I was, and so it's just like, I I just don't want to rub it in anybody's face. And I also, because he's like, well, are we going to be like Facebook official? And I was like, no, that's not a thing that I am ever doing. And he kind of got butthurt about it. And I was like, look, I used to be engaged years ago, you and you knew this. Like yeah, back when, it still I, my, I know me. people are like, "What?" But like, or in my early twenties, and and I had that on Facebook, like an idiot. And when we split up, and I had to take that down and have to like explain. listen to, and explain to and listen to everything. Don't need to explain. And I was shit like, to. you know what? Never fucking again. Never again. Until I am married, and and even that is like real roll of the dice. Yeah, I. It's not anybody's business. And I don't need to like declare it on a social media platform. I just don't. Yeah. And so my big thing is I'm like, it's not going on there. It's just not. That's what's funny. When, there's so many. I mean, obviously the divorce rate is, you know, it's 50-50, right? At this point. I mean, yeah. you either make it or you don't. I mean, and what more, I mean, it's true. Make and it that's, you don't. that's what uh, scares me with fucking chicks. I'm like, oh, geez. Like, what are we doing? Like, you know, you, 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 I don't know. But uh, do you got to go? No, I'm just, I'm just making sure that there's nothing that's like. No, okay. There was something about booking something that I can look at later. Oh, I'd love it if you booked something while you were. <laughs> I think it might have. It was about a festival. I just booked something today. I'm excited. You, all about. I saw was you will be paid, and I was like, okay, well, what's this? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Do okay, I have maybe to I need take to look my at clothes off. That's the first question. Uh, you will be paid. There will be airfare and lodging provided. Oh, That's fuck amazing. yeah! I want to do that. Fuck yeah! Okay, great. Oh, that unless hey. it's some weird festival you've never heard of, and it's like you will be paid. Kind of. It's Bloomington. It's. I think it's in. Where is it? But now the next question is, where will you be staying? You know, no, it sounds legit. It sounds like it's what festival? It's the Flyover Festival, but I can't remember where that is. Is it just somebody? Just tell me where it is. St. Louis. Oh, St. Louis. No, wait. Is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. St. Louis. That'd be fun. I'd do that. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a city we've all heard of. <laughs> if you're listening in St. Louis, follow Valerie. What's your yeah, Instagram? Anyway? Who knows what, what I'll are you be at? What's your uh, social media? My handle. It's yeah. just at my name under uh, my first name underscore my last name. So Valerie underscore Tossy. No bossy in there. There's no bossy. No fucker. There's no bossy in there. T O S I. By the way, uh, can you talk to these listeners while I grab more coffee? Yeah, geez, my my fucking face is peeling off. This is so strong. I go, know. Go I'm grab so some sorry. coffee. You, Do you want some more? Or no, sure, are you I actually die? wanted to pull something up. So I'm gonna Great. I'm gonna um uh so we were talking just a minute ago about um uh, you you need a you basically need a guy. Did you read the five love languages? No. Okay, so she said no. If you can't hear, uh, the five love languages. I, you know, I preach it ad, ad nauseum on this, but you you really need to know what it is that uh, that makes you feel love. You gotta you gotta read it for your next relationship, for your current relationship. You need to know what it is 
that ma- that fills up your love well. And and it seems that you know that you want to be told I love you. That's important. But there might, you might read it and go, oh, geez, I also love the gifts or words of that- affirmation. So what I love is words of affirmation. And what, um, what happened, uh, and I was telling Tasha this, I've been really, um, I don't want to say critical, but she just, she just doesn't understand some things that I need. And even though I've spelled it out in ways that people listening go, dude, we get it. She just doesn't, words of affirmation are very tough from her. Yeah. I cleaned the house yesterday. She, she got home and, and she texted me, babe, it's amazing. Blah, blah, blah. That was great. There are certain times when she knows how to reward me with, with that kindness, and there's certain times when she doesn't. Mm-hmm. With stand-up, sometimes she doesn't know afterwards to be like, hey, good set. Hey, good set. Three words. <laughs> Pinch me on the butt. We are such monsters. Like, are the, we, the, though? Yeah, because that's I, so simple. It is simple, but it, like, because at least you never... So my ex once told me after I got off stage, she was like, yeah, that wasn't your best. And I was like, I'm going to kill myself. Yeah, you told me that. That's insane. <laughs> yeah, because you're so fragile. But and it's you're all like, we have I know. is our performance. And we've just, I did, a, I did a show in Cincinnati. I had to follow this guy. I, I did like um, a very um, non-white guy show. I think I was the only, maybe there's another white guy. Do you know what I mean? It, no, no, no. It was like the chicks went up and then there was no mic. It was one of those like kind of poetry vibe God, shows. I hate those. I hate it too, I but sometimes those. they're my favorite shows. And then I ended up doing the Irish jig. I was doing all these things that maybe if I had a mic, I wouldn't have done. It was fun. I had a good sure. time. But I had to follow this black guy, big guy. He murdered. I mean, he told oh. people about life. And afterwards, I got up there. And after my set, some guy goes, you know, and, and I had a good set. But he goes, and I was also high and drunk. Oh my God. And the guy goes, you know, my, uh, my level of expectation for you was right about here. And I'm pointing to like my chest level, which is an <laughs> insult. He was like, I really didn't expect much out of you. You did really great. You, 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 uh, you know, he, he gave me this compliment that Tasha couldn't have given me. She didn't, <laughs> she goes, Tasha goes, the show went great. <laughs> Not like, you were great. But right. The show, and yeah, I'm like, oh, good. I'm glad the show went great. How about the guy that's trying to do this juggling act for you? Literally, oh. but anyway, I know I sound super needy and saying it, but it's like the simplest thing in the world. I just I we're mean, just fragile people. We can't help it. Like, yeah, we're not getting on stage because our lives are complete and perfect. Anyway, no. I share this story all the time, and someone wrote in and goes, "I wanted to say the other day when Tasha told you it was a quote unquote great show, rather than saying quote unquote you did amazing, babe. I totally understand your point. It's probably because I'm a words of affirmation gal myself." I love how awesome some of our listeners are. They really are. She goes, my hubby did an art show recently and I couldn't stop gushing about how amazing his art is, how cool it was to see people's faces light up when they saw it and how talented I think he is. It would have sucked to just say, quote unquote, the show is great. Like, (laughs) what about him? So this isn't an insult. This is almost, I have the, I have, uh, empathy towards tasha because if she can't tell me specific affirmations maybe she wasn't told them and that bums me out to think that but also like you mentioned you need to do what's right for you i need to do what's right for me and i don't know how to say it in other ways to be like i need you to not just go that you did great david like i need her to hey babe uh, that fucking you know good you know but like not we don't have to talk the whole way home and recite it so my level of neediness is really just on the surface label it say it was good blah 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 and then after we get home and you know the parents go hey how did this how did everything go show is great no you need to tell those parents how much i fucking killed because i can't and they need to know they need to know that that, just what you saying that right now like because i can't is like 
100% true. Like, we're not going to barge in and be like, hey, I murdered, I killed. You like, you need somebody it. else to You'll do it. You'll get shackled, for you. they'll arrest you, they'll <laughs> take away your comedy union <laughs> card. You can't do it. You can't say, I killed. Oh. But did I have a strong set in a place that's not my turf? Did I juke and jive and had some stuff really? I mean, I got harder laughs than I've gotten in, in, in a, with brand new stuff. Yeah. That, but like, now I need Tasha, I, Tasha, I need your parents. I need you to be like, I, I literally had the show go, oh, you should have seen Dave. He really did good. Blah, blah, blah. I need you to tell your parents that because they know I do a side job. They know, they know I'm not buying you a house right now. Yeah. So the only currency I have is for you to tell them that I'm kicking ass, taking numbers and rising up in my career. And it's like, ah, oh, fuck. You know what I mean? I can tell my parents had a great set. I can tell my parents that they're not, but like on the outside, I need you to go to bat for me. I can't tell you how many times we go out to dinner or meet new people. And I'm like, Oh, Tasha's killing it. She's working five times a day, blah, blah, blah. I, I affirm the shit out of her in front of these other in front of her to these other people to the point where she's i mean like so she i don't know if she needs affirmations but she's never gotten so little of them that she knows she doesn't need them because yeah. i give them to her so for me it's like jesus christ and it's a work in progress and i've talked to her about it so i'm not talking shit uh but it's like i know i've never known more than ever what i need i don't need quality time i just need i need you to be like dave like i mean i'll screen grab when people give me a sincere compliment i need that in my database for the nights like last night where i fucking didn't have the expectation you know what i mean where i didn't yeah. have what i want and i be i mean and if you don't do stand-up you probably don't know that level of instantly like you get off stage like did i do good yeah. you ever have a great set and you walk off stage and you go uh was that good yeah because if somebody doesn't come up to you immediately until you did a good job then you're like maybe it wasn't good the barometer is yeah. the audience yeah. and the barometer in a relationship is the girlfriend <laughs> and what's so weird too even when you're on stage is like people think that you did a, a great job but if they don't laugh out loud then you have no way of knowing that like yeah. there's been so many times where i've done sets and they've been and i've had people come up to me after i'm like you were so good you were my favorite person on the show or da 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 and i'm like then where was the laughter? Like, yeah. where was it? You know, but some people. And that's just, the energy of the room sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes some, the ceilings are too high or there's no microphone or yep. the acoustics are weird. And it doesn't mean the crowd didn't. It just means like scientifically the little test tube that we work in wasn't perfect yeah. for what we were doing that night. And now. We're, so, we're too hard on ourselves. Yeah. And it's funny because now the person that I'm seeing is, uh, is also kind of a comic. And you, is that a question? As, I, as I'm like dying, I'm like <laughs> I wasn't gonna ask. Stand up? Yeah, more of a <laughs> more of a um, more of a writer. Like is working on it uh, as a producer on a show Do right I now. I don't think so. Cool. Um, and so he um, he does stand up still. Like he's going to Sketch Fest um, next weekend. But he, um, he'll like take a back seat from it for a while and just kind of like not do shows. For I always envy then... writers. They can have, it's more of a nine to five lifestyle. I know. But not always, but it's, it's, it you totally don't have is. to be up at 10 PM yeah. doing the thing. Well, that's when... what sucks too, because it's been really hard for us trying to see each other now because he's working on a show during the day, like normal hours, like you said, from like nine to six or, or whatever. And then I have shows at night. Or, and then I'm still bartending on the weekends, like during the day. Maybe that's so. the, um, like sort of the secret. <laughs> no, I mean, sometimes like to start a fire, you don't always dump gasoline on it. You yeah. light a little match, you blow on it, yeah. you rub shit together. You don't just dump a bunch of twigs on right away. You kind of have to tend to it a yeah. little bit. And with relationships with social media, all we want to do is like, I like you. I want to hang out with you. And that's good. Like, Hey, we had a crazy weekend together, but it's like, you can't sustain a relationship on the neediness of like being with each other. So the fact that you're busy, you're running around doing auditions, this and that, he's busy, 
you know, you're not abandoning what it is that makes you, you. Right. I mean, are you, are you nervous to like, like a guy? Yeah. I mean, it's terrifying. And especially because, you know, we met when I was still with my ex and we like, I, it was, a he, he wasn't the reason I split up with my ex, but he definitely weighed in on it. And, um, were you, uh, was there some sort of, um, uh, obligation to him to be like, Oh shit. Now that I broke up with my ex, like this guy's going to be knocking on my door. I wouldn't, like, it's there, not was an there obligation. that sort of chemistry, which is fair. It's fair to have chemistry with someone when you're with someone else. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing, like, I mean, there's nothing you can do about it. And it's like, and again, like my ex was out of town all the time. So it was really hard because you're not physically seeing that person. And it's like, I don't, I don't necessarily believe that absence makes the heart grow fonder. I think it does in short spurts, but like for being that, like having that much time to yourself, like yeah, you, you get need, really, you, need, you get lonely and you're like, you need physical touch. You need yeah, oxytocin. Yeah. You need to. Yeah. And so, um, so when we met and I told him, I was like, look, you know, I think you're great. I have a boyfriend. Like I can't like do this right now. And then of course, like you can say whatever the hell you want, but you can't deny like if you have feelings towards somebody Yeah, and he's been completely opposite of my ex where he's, he's very, very sweet. He's got his shit together for the most part. And like, he is just really sweet and really caring. And it's been a weird adjustment because I'm not used to somebody like that. Which sounds so sad, but like, but normal. But he, in like, the growth he, so, of us, we date shitty people yeah. to triangulate. And I also a like better person for us. We um, I broke it off with him a couple weeks ago because I panicked, and because he wanted me to, he invited me to come home with him for Christmas. Whoa! And I was like, <gasps> what part was of like, the country are we talking? Arizona, so not super far, oh, okay. but like we could have driven. But yeah, it was, okay, that, it was, that makes a difference. But I was like, I just panicked because I'm like, I was in a three year relationship and never met his parents. Like I was like, I can't, I like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm just not ready. Cause it was, and I, and I tried to explain it to him. I was like, I don't know if I can do this. I think it's too soon. Maybe I think I just need to be by myself for a little while because I was just like, I'm not ready for somebody to care about me this much. You know what I mean? Has like he it, laid out uh, whether or not he's ready for like marriage, kids? We talked about it a little bit just because I, cause I kind of asked and I was like, you know, I'm just, because I don't know, because I don't know how I feel about those things. I'm still like, could be swayed either way. I don't necessarily know if I want kids. Um, definitely not anytime soon because I am just too focused on my career. And I don't know if I ever want to get married. I, I honestly do not know, but I also don't like being told I can't have those things. And so for me, I kind of just floated it out there because I knew that my ex didn't want to get married ever. He didn't want kids. And so that was another thing too, where I was like, again, like I don't know if I 100% want those things, but I don't want to not be able to have them either. I always so, think people that say they don't know that they want that. It's <laughs> like, I trust that more than people like, I 100% want to be a doctor. I 100% want three kids. It's like, yeah. pump the fucking brakes. Yeah, chill out, man. It's like, how do you know you want that? I mean, people, you know, not not to say that like, there aren't amazing things that come with that. I'm in that, that place too, where with Tasha and I, it's like, she by all means is expecting a ring this year. Like, I mean, we're four Did years in. Did you guys already in. have one by accident? Yeah, we got an engagement ring. It's a, it was a one in or something. Uh, that was before. <laughs> that was before we dated. That was the whole thing. That was before we dated. I wasn't trying to win an engagement ring. Sometimes they literally. So funny. I wasn't trying to win an engagement ring. <laughs> Sometimes you just that charismatic. You win diamonds. You God just have, damn it. Uh, but yeah, so it's like Amanda Shitter get off the pot place. But by that's all means, how I felt too. Though I was like, okay, so either we're gonna do this or we're not. Like with my ex, I'm like, we're three years in, like. I keep, like it is it's shit or get off the pot and I was like I like, clearly he he's fine with coasting you know what I mean like the, I'll yeah. be in this weird 
purgatory guys, that's forever. Not what, that's just not what drives guys. And I'll just say this so I don't come off like a villain and Tasha be like, well, what the fuck should I get off the butt? No, no, no. We're shitting. Tasha, we're shitting. We're not getting off the butt. <laughs> we're Does shitting. that make you not a villain? I don't know. I don't know. But, but my point is, is that like, it's not a commitment that I have with Tasha that I'm concerned about. It's like, all right, so what do we got to go to town hall and do all this shit? Like, I, but luckily we both are under the agreement that we're not going to do a big old crazy wedding. I'm not going to go feed my second uncle's meals and drinks well, that's because how I feel we're too. getting married. Like, I'm, I'll be, I'm going to be, we're going to be self, if I'm going to be selfish about anything, it's going to be what I do in my personal life and who I invite into that. Oh my God. That's how I feel too. I'm like, if I am, if I'm ever going to get married, I straight up want to elope because I love my family, but they're too insane. And I, I want to go do it with no one else around because I, I believe that it's about you and the other person and it doesn't need yeah. to be about everybody else. I would want to do that. And then after it's already done, I would have a big party and invite everybody and just yes. have it in like a backyard, have a fucking band. Well, here's my, here's like, my scenario. I'll make it quick. We went to this place about two hours east in the desert. We went there for a wedding photo shoot, Tasha and I. Uh, we, you know, she was some c- campaign, whatever they needed to do. You know, I, my suit was too small. I had moose knuckles. My hair was long. It was disgusting. But I was like, it was like this little farm that had goats. It had a long thing of trees and like it was well lit. It looked like, um, it looked like a, a like an album cover for like Mumford and Sons. Oh, like cool. you expected the band show. Yeah, it's like to a down home wedding. And it was like thing. eight to 10 different, like one bedroom, uh, bungalows separate from each other. And I was like, this is what I want to do. I want to show up here. I want to tell my parents, my si- my sister, my best man, and Tasha can do her sister. You know what I mean? 12 people. Yeah. I want to tell them, hey, you better be at LAX at 4 p.m. And then we have a cargo van, ship everyone uh, two hours east, and we do it. We do it for a night or two. You know what I mean? With those tight... I mean, I come from a huge family, so to, to whittle it down to eight is like... I, you know what I mean? I still have to like... I yeah. can't... I, I, we can elope, whatever, but like, there's still going to have to be, you know, an aisle walked down right. in that. But like, luckily, she, she's not like, no, I need 400. I need this. It's not uh, about that for her either. Yeah. We're, we're not 20, you know, whatever. <laughs> this is our first yeah. rodeo, but it's like, we've already done that you know whatever so like at least i'm on the same page with that but like yeah it's like you look at the fucking stats and you go shit you got this guy cheating on his pregnant wife you got this asshole and you know, it's like i'm not saying i'm not an asshole but i'm i'm i think a, a little bit of that realism well, keeps you together almost because yeah. it's like we're not perfect we have to work on things and we do and i even said to him recently too because so basically i had my meltdown was like i can't do this blah 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 and then we didn't talk for like a week, but of course it was the social media battle of like, who's having more fun where we're both like posting <laughs> and you know that you're like directing it towards the other person. It's just, it's so sick. And so, um, hashtag best life ever. Hashtag living your best life. Um, he's a little bit older than me. He's 37. And so um, I'm jealous. That's a good age for him to be dating you. Cause you're Tasha's age. Yeah. I'm, I'm 32. I'll be, yeah, I'm 32. I'll be 33. Okay, you're March. older than her. Okay. Everybody calm down. That. Let's all calm you're down. You're my age. You're uh, my age. Okay. You're a little right. older than me. Okay. Well, I'm going to throw myself out of the window. Um, so happy kids so, by this year. Please. No, <laughs> no. Um, but so, you know, we split up and then, and I, I sent him this like angsty email and was like, look, at, like the night that I did it. Angsty like, email. Yeah. Cause basically it was just a whole big thing. I had like, I had like a small breakdown when all this happened. And then I'm like, I'm just, I'm miserable. It's not that I don't want to see this person. I'm just freaked out because it's all happening so fast and I wasn't expecting it. And so then we like tried to talk a little bit, had dinner one night awkwardly. You could feel it wasn't quite the same. And then we made plans to hang out again like that weekend. And then he had a breakdown and he, cause I told him, I was like, I feel like you're not really in touch with your emotions completely. I said, when was, and this was like weeks ago before all this. And I said, when was the last time you cried? 
He said, I, I don't know, maybe like five years ago when Jeez. my stepdad died. And I was like, oh, sweetheart, you are due for like some real crying. So then he put on This Is Us. <laughs> and then <laughs> his blood works. <laughs> but so he basically like that Saturday, he had his like little breakdown and he was like a weeping mess. Beautiful. And, and I went over the, and I was like, look, I'm going to come over and come talk to you because I don't want to do this over the phone crap. So I went over there and just, and I... I just was like, you know what? This isn't about me. And I like it. A part of it is, but like his being this emotional and vulnerable, isn't necessarily about me. Like he's, he's, he just needs somebody that's there for him right now. And that's what I tried to do. I wasn't going in there being like, you know, we need to blah, blah, blah. I was like, what do I, what do you need? Like, you what weren't can selfish I, about yeah, it. Yeah. I was trying to be really, to be really selfless about it. Right. And I was like, what do you, what do you need? And just try to like hold him and just be like, it's, you know, it's going to be okay. And and honest, and I and I looked at him and I was like, look, I'm not going anywhere. I was like, I know I had like a bit of a meltdown. I was like, but I'm not going anywhere. So just like trust in the fact that I'm here and like, just tell me what you need. He's like, you know, I didn't expect you to say that. And so we patched things up and it's been, it's been really great. And, um, so if you cry, you get the girl back. That's the too <laughs> yeah. long thing. To read. It's not hard. You guys, it's not, no, hard. but what no, you do is kidding. you, what you inadvertently did in your quote unquote meltdown was that you drew a line and like you, 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 you knew where you were and whether or not he was going to kind of be there with you. Yeah. And, and so, I mean, sometimes, I mean, I, I've had girls break up with me and then I've had to make that decision. Do I chase after them or do I let them fly away? Yeah. And, and, I don't think I've ever made the wrong decision because it gets you to where you are now. And but you do kind of want somebody to chase after you a little bit, like not, not in an insane way, not in but a manipulative like, way, but like, do you like this? Are you going to fight for this now? Because it's only going to get harder. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. And that's how you build your tribe. And it, it is like, it's, it's scary. And, and I even brought up to him too. Like we were, we went out for drinks last week and I was just like, I had mentioned, we we're talking about relationships, not just ours, but in general, and just other people that we know and, and, and how, how, how different relationships are now versus when our parents were younger, how you can be poly and you can be in an open relationship, whatever. And I said to him too, I was like, I don't even know if I believe that we're all supposed to just be with one person. I was like, I really don't. And I said, I'm, I've always been intrigued by the idea of an open relationship. Not that I'm saying that I want one right the second, but like to just that you have enough trust and faith in each other that like, that's the person you want to come home to, that that's who you want to spend your life with, but you're not going to, you're not going to fault somebody for being physically attracted to somebody else. So I think emotional cheating is worse than say, if, I if my too. dick goes into a, a, a you know, and by, by all means, Tasha and I are not an open thing, but we've talked about it just, just on this level of curiosity, be like, really like, like people have like, have asked me if I, if, if I could have sex with any girl in the world, but I had to let Tasha have sex with a guy. Would I? And it's isn't a t- it so funny? It's, it's a, a tough standard. one to answer. But it goes well. Well, is it like? Did, it's a tough one because yeah. while it would be tough to let you wouldn't because we had uh, my, my buddy Jeff Zenizek. He's a he's a he's a stand up comedian, but he also was dating a porn star. And he was like, I had to. I've literally watched porn and been like, oh shit! Like you flip through porn and oh, next thing you know, it's your girlfriend getting fucking pounded out. You know what I mean? And you're like, oh, jeez. Oh, I couldn't. And he was cool. They're not, they broke up. But I think he was kind of cool with it in, in the way he talked about it. He was cool with it. But like, I'm not cool with that. But, uh, but, uh, but as far as like, I do believe that you can, you, like relationships are give and take and you, you get a lot. I think with, with stand-up, I get that, that quote-unquote open relationship because I get that with an audience. I get to mingle with people after the show. I get a chance to be by myself and I need that time w- without crossing the line. Some also, people like their accountants or whatever. They don't get that. So all of a sudden they're fucking 
be, you know, they're doing some shady shit because they were too much in a box. I also feel like too, you know, once you take the pressure off and once you realize that two people are there because they want to be there, not because they have to be there, I think says a lot as well. Like if I was going to be in an open relationship, knowing that, excuse me, knowing that like you and the other person have an, are in this kind of open conversation and contract where you're like, okay, I want to be with you. Like, it's not that I don't want to be with you, but like the physical aspect of it, we can kind of, you know, step away from a little bit, but like emotionally you're who I want to be with. Because for me, like, I don't know. I, I I don't know. Maybe it's just because I'm on on the road so much and just, just always wondering and just being terrified. Cause my biggest fear is not being happy. I'm so terrified of being in a marriage and being unhappy. I'm so scared of that. And so I don't necessarily know if I want to be in an open relationship, but just being able to even just talk about it and not be shunned and like, these fears like you're crazy is like, was really nice. Just like he and I being able to talk about it. And and I told him, what was his take on it? He was, he was open to it. He was like, I think guys would love it. Well, this is what I told him. I said, look, this might sound even crazier. I was like, but I think a don't ask, don't tell policy is best. I said, because I don't want to know if you hook up, like if we decide that we're going to do this and we're going to have an open relationship, I don't want to know who you're sleeping with. I said, don't bring them back to like, if we're living together or whatever, don't bring them back to, you know, where we live and whatnot. I was like, but unless we're like, Hey, this is the person we're going to invite and we're going to do a threesome or whatever. But like, I don't want to know because the second that I have a face to put with it is where it like all just goes. Then you could be doing some Instagram stuff. And I was like, I can't, I can't, I just don't want to know. Just like if I was going to, if I went and slept with somebody, I wouldn't be like, Hey, guess what I did. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like I, I honestly don't want to know. That's why girl, that's why you only hear, <clears throat> you only hear student teacher sex scandals from teachers that banged their male students. Cause guys talk. Yeah. I'm telling you, it's, I mean, obviously there are brag, men that bang female students, but the females like, that's not a thing. That's not social stature to them. Yeah. Whereas men's like, yeah, I did this, but yeah, you got to put, you got to get out of here. We should yeah. probably wrap this up. We're already an hour and 10. Jesus. Have we really been talking that long? Yeah. Um, Um, You're going to have to come back on the podcast soon because I didn't break the ice even with all the things we can talk about here. I wanted to get in in, I wanted to talk about obviously the Me Too movement, uh, the Golden Globes, the, you know, the the why, because I'm going to have a guest on next week who's a female who's pretty much against a lot of like what's happening. And it's it's interesting. And obviously, well, most people I talk to are for it. Uh, obviously who is it um, I'll, i don't want to mention you can tell me after, she, she was supposed to be on the other day and she got sick so like it might not be next episode for right. those listening right now but okay. you'll know when you hear her yeah. she's she comes from um i think she's from like ukraine or something so she's from a place where she's like i think she's all about equal rights and in, in the in what feminism is supposed to be but um but also making men men and where i stand is that like it's hard not to i'll just say this it's hard not to uh, feel like when everyone talks about, Oh, straight white men are the worst. It's like, yeah, like I have to just, okay, I guess, you know what I mean? Like I don't have a, I have to know that they're not saying Dave Neal is the worst. And that's where most men have a problem. I think is that, yeah, you don't want to, it's like, it it comes back to the show was great versus you were great. You don't want to, it's like the same thing where you're like, I need to hear that. Like I'm okay, but all everybody else is terrible. Not only am I not getting affirmed, I'm getting (laughs) deaffirmed or whatever it's called. But, uh, Mm. yeah. And it's, and that's hard. That's Mm. hard because I get it. I get it. Straight white men are 80% of every movie. Or whatever, 80% of every stand-up lineup. I get it. But when you break it down, I'm not 80% of the movie. I'm working 17 side jobs. 
I'm, you know what I mean? But yeah. the, obviously there's still white privilege, things like that. But it's like, I'm trying to, uh, to give the homeless guy a buck. If I have it, I'm trying to promote people's shit. I'm trying to do what I can do. But again, they're not criticizing me. They're criticizing the assholes, the hypocrites, whatever. And I, what, what I find when it's hard, it's hard. Uh, comedians were, 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 we're pretty, I mean, for the most part, open and honest, and it's hard to fight against that because we're not being hypocritical. I'm not a perfect guy. Whenever everyone's like, oh, I love how your male point of view, you're super honest. It's like, yeah, but I'm also a piece of shit. I'm also like, I want to bang everything I see. I'm just like a guy. I, we all have those primal instincts where we have to, you know, curb certain thoughts and we want to use our power to have a writing session with the hot chick we just met. We, oh we want to do all that. because Why? Because that's the tool we have. And if we were really great at archery, we would want to show it off in front of a girl and go shoot down some bird. You know what I mean? Like whatever tool we have, if if that's what we're strong at, like you, you never dream of becoming the world's best saxophonist, but if you picked it up and some chick liked you in eighth grade, maybe then you did. You know what I mean? Like we yeah. just... I don't know. So it's interesting. And, and it, there's a bunch of monsters out there, but it's like, I, we all kind of have it inside of us, obviously not to the psychopath level of the Weinsteins and stuff, but you know, you hear about today, you hear about James Franco. I mean, yeah, the only thing bad I've heard is that he tried to put his head down or try to put a chick's head down who was blowing him. Mm. And I get it. That's not right. But I can I tell you, I've done no, it. I can, I Valerie, can. I've done it. Have you had, a, have you had a guy push your head down? It's horrible. Yeah, but it doesn't, I mean, it's, they don't mean in that when you're already fooling around they mean like out of nowhere where it's like hey you're gonna do this now like it's there's a difference and also there are a lot of stories about james franco not just that one yeah like i have a lot of friends who but the sliding into shit. a 17 year old like in their instagram i don't know uh, tasha hates him she's like he's the worst he says i'm like ah oh, he just seems like a dude in his 20s who used what he had which was a little bit of fame i know i know there's but, too many stories though there's too what? many stories now and that's and just a, all yeah. starting to come out that's the thing and that's an example that I can't fight because tomorrow, by the time this comes out, they're going to be like, dude, he's yeah. a fucking monster. Yeah. yeah I can't uh, speak for anyone else other than uh, it's like, okay, I'm so glad I'm not single right now for the fact that I would be trying to fuck girls if I was single. I would be, I would, I'd try to bang a chick uh, after a shot. You know what I mean? Like men try to do that. And, and obviously like Louis CK, you are wrong. You yeah. should not whip your dick out. You are in a position of power. We've, we've gotten really smart enough to break down those X's and O's, which is good. It's yeah. not like, Oh, he asked for consent. Obviously you can't, that's not how that works. Yeah. But well, that's the thing too. It's not. It's not about the jerking off. It's about the power, right? And that's what turns him on is the power. Yeah. Because obviously he's not like coming in all these chicks' faces. He just wanted to wiggle his. And dick we out. really, we really took a turn, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> but you got all quiet on me. Do you hate white men? Do women no, hate I don't. us? I just think that there are a lot of shitty people out there. No matter. It, 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 it's tough as a, as a woman like that's in this industry and has lived out here now for a decade. Like I've had, I've had stuff happen to me that's fucked up and that is completely inappropriate. And so am I surprised that a lot of this stuff is happening and coming out now? No. Am I glad it is? Yes. Because I mean, the, like we shouldn't have these people in power. We just shouldn't. And it's, it's a good purge. It's, it is a good purge. And like, and you know, people, you know, people that have been like this have been around since the dawn of time. It's not just the entertainment industry. It's, it's every industry. It's, it's whether or not you work in a restaurant. I mean, God, all the people that work in restaurants, like I can't even tell you the amount of times that shit's happened to me, both people that I've worked with and even just customers. I've had customers grab my ass and stuff before. Yeah. And it's, 
and and you know, and it, it it's it needs to stop, and there needs to be a conversation about it. And it's not that we all need to be saints, but there just has to be a level of respect for one another, and just and consent. Like that's really all it is that people want. It's you know, like you can hit on somebody, but there's a very big difference between. It's like reading the room. Read the fucking room, man. Yeah. Like if you're be if you're heavy breathing all over somebody that looks like they're fucking terrified, don't do it. You know, it's, it's That's so important. Read the room. You know what I mean? Like you, it's okay to ask somebody out, but it, it is tough when you work together because you're in a professional environment. But if you say like, Hey, listen, I'd love to grab a drink after work. And if you get a vibe from them, that's like, Hey, I, I'm not comfortable with that. Then back off yeah. and then leave it at that. Because if that woman is interested in you and wants to go for a drink with you, she'll probably be, she'll say something like I can't tonight or whatever, but like, let's try for next week. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like versus like if you're a VP and you have a, a junior employee, it's like <clears> they <throat> still have to treat, they still have to talk to you after they reject you. So like they, you're not getting an authentic sort of response. Like there's like a chess match. We're all playing and you, yeah, I, 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 I know what you mean. And that's why it's hard. It's hard. Like how do how do every single guy has to learn that social cue himself? Yeah. Not to say we can't teach him, but every guy. So it's like, oh, since the dawn of time, this has happened. It's like, yeah, since the dawn of time, we got these horny dudes who need to know whether or not the chick is on board. Well, that's the thing too. There's a big difference between somebody that just read signals wrong and then asked somebody out and then gets denied versus somebody that doesn't give a shit whether or not that person's interested in them, that they're going after you anyway. Yeah. Like there's a big difference between being wrong and being a predator. Like there's a huge difference. And I think that that's right now who's getting outed or the predators and the predators know, they know not they to know. go after, no, not to go after 32 year old Tosh, uh, I called you Tosh, 32 year old <laughs> Valerie. Like they know, like you're not going to fall for my shit. Well, that's the for thing. For the most part. That's the but thing. Five years ago, seven years, they might go, oh shit, well, she's new to stand up. Uh, maybe. Well, also I was, I was listening to, um, the Jackie and Laurie podcast, which I love. And do you know that podcast? It's Jackie Cation and Lori Kilmartin. No, but that sounds... It's, they're, they're great. Their podcast is great. And Lori made a really great point where she was like, you know, these predators don't go after... Like, you have these young girls and stuff. If it's like... A, if it's a coach of a softball team or something, like... They are calculated in their moves. They're not going after the loud, outspoken girls. They're going after the quiet ones because they know that they're not going to talk. And that's the fucked up part is that these men are going after women that they know aren't going to say anything. And I think it's, I think it's more subconscious too. Uh, The predator thought, I think it's more like, all right, that's the weakest, that's the weakest elk running away from me. That's the one I'm going to take down. Yeah, it is. It's like, it's like, it's almost like, it's almost like in history, genetically like men know which one they can get right and it and it reduces the odds of rejection or it reduces the odds of shit a shit storm happening right. because it's like you know like well so like in the producer casting level a casting coach is not a new term so yeah. it's like well i'm not you know i'm gonna get as far as i can and it's horrible but and i can tell you right now like am i gonna be mad at somebody for hitting on me and for and for asking me out if it's if I don't feel that it's in an appropriate in an inappropriate way, of course not. But if I feel like somebody's really making the moves and making me uncomfortable, you bet your ass I'm going to blow a fucking whistle on yeah. you. Like no, in get most, out in most terms, I think people know people are flattered to be asked out. Right. In most terms, because it's like uh, like I don't have chicks backing me into a corner. Girls just aren't that aggressive. But I've had girls who are like. Don't, don't know if I'm single or not. They don't know what's going on yeah. after show or something. And they're like talking to me and I'll work it into a way where like, I'm not going to embarrass either one of us and they'll yeah. kind of get the hint. But like that, that happens. And I've also hit on many girls in my single days where I'm like super into a girl and she drops the boyfriend line. We get it. Okay. Moving on. Whether yep. it's true or not, it was enough for her to tell me like, that's, this is the back off point. I used to hate hearing that. Oh, tell me about your boyfriend. But it's like, 
oh no, thank you. Like yeah. you've saved me from looking like an idiot. Yep. Because if you're at a bar or someone, you're you're at a place. You know, if you're in nightlife, you're at a place where like you assume the other person might be on the lookout for a match. Yeah. It doesn't mean you have the right to talk to him in a way that's like weird. And it's it's so frustrating too, because when I was younger, especially if we said like, I can't, I have a boyfriend, men would get so upset about that because they, they weren't pissed that you had a boyfriend. They were pissed because they thought that you were feeding them a line that they were like, Oh, that's just code for you're not interested. And it's like, whether or not exactly (laughs) whether or not I have a boyfriend or whether I'm not interested it doesn't fucking matter. I can't I'm telling think, you no. I can't I'm think. Code, code word for no. So but, like and, move and on. And unfortunately what, it, what it guys hear is, well, when you don't have a boyfriend, hit me up. Oh, and it's the like, fucking worst. And, that's, and it's like, yeah, well, maybe I would have if you didn't say that. Yeah. You know what I mean? You might have had a shot creep. if you didn't say that. Because <laughs> I can tell you right now, and I and I don't want to speak for all women, but I can for myself. But go ahead. But I, but I will. No. But for, for me, if there was a guy that I thought was attractive that I was interested in that asked me out and I was currently dating somebody... You don't need to tell me, oh, well, when you don't have a boyfriend, hit me up. Because guess what I'm going to do? The second I don't have a boyfriend and I'm looking to date somebody else or or just want a fucking one night stand, I've got a list, my friends. (laughs) I've got a goddamn list, okay? Like, I know exactly who I would hit up if I'm feeling a little lonely or whatever. Like, I know, I know. You have a hookup list. I just have a, I know like who, who would be on that targeted list of like, oh, well they targeted asked me, to, I'm, just, I'm just saying. Yeah, like, you're like pre-screened you to, you clients. To, like, like, like you're the, you're the <laughs> HR department and you're like, all right, this person's got a good GPA. But you know what I mean? Because we all do, we all do our little recon. You know what I mean? We're all like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, that person is still like floating around or and they were, oh yeah, they asked me out before. So like, we know, you don't need to tell us like when you don't have a boyfriend, trust us. Like if we're would interested. Would you ever be thinking of that? person on your hookup list while you're with your boyfriend you ever no, you ever be you ever, really. you, ever, you, ever, you ever get you're ever having sex and you're thinking of maybe i'm leading the question too much so i might have, i might float back into like a like but you know what i mean in, in your brain is what i mean float back into like oh your list is in your brain no you got but it in i mean the cloud i mean yeah, it's in the, the hookup cloud. list you're like all right i, <laughs> I need this to the cloud. you gotta back it up baby no but like when you're if you're hooking up with whoever you're dating and they you might have those thoughts to be like, oh, man, I wish that like they did it like this person did it or like, oh man, that's so much better than so-and-so. Do you know what I mean? I don't necessarily, and this is just me, but I never necessarily picture anybody else that doesn't, in, in fact, for me, like a big part of, of, of me getting to where I need to get to is like, is a lot of verbal communication. Like if somebody starts like talking dirty and, but like in, in an attractive way and not in a gross way, then it's like, I'm super more engaged. Yeah. Like 100%. Cause it, it gives you my, your mind room to wander. It gives you know, your, and it also, it, it, it brings you into focus and doesn't let you go into your head thinking about like, Oh, I need to call this person back. Oh, I have this thing tomorrow. I need to da da da. Like it forces you to kind of be in the moment because you have to respond to what they're saying. Well, here's what the beautiful thing is when you, about your quote unquote hookup list is that, is that the beautiful thing is that God. like your boyfriend probably has that too. And it's kind of like a mutually assured, like, well, I have nukes because you have nukes. So let's not blow each other up. Let's just know we both got it. Yeah. And in relationship, like with Tasha, I, I, she knows, I mean, yeah, yes, she's way more gorgeous than I am. Whatever. You know, no, I believe it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, she knows that like other girls are gonna be attracted to she the dude on stage. No, no. Goddamn. But, so hot. And other guys will be attracted to her. And we both know that we have that, kind of thing so we're like all right we get it so we're not at the point in our life where we need to be validated by like other people we know we both kind of have it we'd be okay on our own then mm-hmm. but we're okay together and then and and, and also realizing in in our relationship that we're not perfect people 
And so like it just it, but well, all, like, to wrap this up, everything you're mentioning comes down to the the past generations were fucking delusional yeah. to think that weddings and marriages were perfect and that you were meant to be with the only person forever. And again, the fact if that you we're having to believe that and and that's your truth and you believe that, fucking great. Marry your marry your soulmate and go and live a happy life, but like maybe that's just not what everybody wants. Right. And that's okay. And I'm not even saying soulmates aren't real. It's just that like it's just not don't let someone else be your be all end all yeah. everything and then maybe day after day thinking that you're not worried about finding perfection. You might seek it when you're on your deathbed. Right. Perfection might actually be all the little experiences you had with your significant other, whether it's through one person or multiple. Yeah. And you know what I mean? And, and, and we're, we're literally coming to this age of realization where we're like, oh, so while we label it polygamy or open relationships or whatever, or friends with benefits, whatever it is, it's just us saying no to these old norms and saying, maybe there's something else out there. And by having, I'm not even saying I've got like a foot out the door, but just by Tasha and I both being like in a place where we're in a happy relationship that we have our struggles with, we struggle to communicate. We know that, but in the end of the day, we're happy and we love each other. All the things that we want to happen are happening, but we're also not um, showing each other our shittiest version. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, and so just the openness to be able to talk about stuff too. And you're and you're in the relationship because you want to stay there, not because you're trapped. I you bring know? up shit on this podcast that I would never try to have a conversation with Tasha in person. Just like like the, mentioning the whole like she said, "quote unquote" great show. I, if if I brought that up, like. It might not, but like I, by putting each other on the spot, we have to like, we have to present ourselves to everyone else in a way that's not like the psycho. Right. So I, I can't be like, fuck you. Yeah. You should like, I have to be like, Hey, you can be like, Hey babe, you? episode three forty six. <laughs> you should take a listen. <laughs> I'm not there yet. You're two sixty six, but, uh, or oh, maybe you're not. I don't even know what I am. I just made up a number. I didn't want to, I didn't want to go too high. I didn't want to go too but low. But maybe you're for, like, maybe you're foreshadowing. Maybe oh, like that'll be in two years. I'll go to episode three fifty six. <laughs> like, Valerie was right. Anyway, we're at an hour and a half. We got to oh get God. out of here next time. I'd love to have Tasha here as well. I love um, Tasha. You're, yeah. She's the fucking best. We got to We got to crack. Uh, Cause you guys would tag team back and forth. Oh with, God. There's nothing I want more than to just fucking gang up on you. That's all oh, I want. I thought you were getting sexual for a second. Cause I was like, that's not what I'm, no, I no, thought no, you were going to no. hit on her. You're like, there's nothing. I mean, more than I, I mean, want. I'm I like, am going to hit finish. on her, but like, <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not in, in, in the, I'm not the opposition. I just, you know, it's my, it's through my own defensiveness. I can't have those conversations on Facebook where I'm like, but what about the white? Like, what about the good guys? Like, I get it. I get it. It's men, men, we have, it's a, it's a, it's a new age. Yeah. And wh- what happens in the next couple years is going to be really important for history. Yeah. I mean, really important to see what, I mean, you talk about like the, in the Middle East, the uprisings and the revolutions because of Twitter. It's like, we've provided this, this like little comment box mm-hmm. where women can share their fucking gripes without being shamed. And that can only lead to a good thing. So. Yeah, people don't feel like they're as alone, which is, I mean, even this podcast, like people can listen to this and, and whether or not they agree, they can be, they can at least hear other people's experience. They can listen to this. They can subscribe. They can rate and review. It's super easy. <laughs> uh, oh man. Gross. People, yeah. Do that all was that. the most ingenuous thing you've done. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, I'll leave on an ingenuous note. How can people find you? Give us all uh, your You info. can find me on social media, on Instagram and Twitter, um, at, at Valerie underscore Tossie. I have a website. Who cares? Uh, <laughs> or just turn on your Pandora and you'll hear uh, Google voice. I was on Sirius too. Not that long oh, ago. Oh, nice. So yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, find me and, and uh, just be cool. That's all I ask. Be cool. 
uh, go support <laughs> Valerie. She's one of the good ones. And, um, and uh, good luck. If anyone's listening in Indiana, go find her. Uh, can you uh, take us out with your Google voice? Fuck off. Can you I just do not. like a... Can you just what do, do you want like me to say? Tell I, me no, what to I don't say. Don't I'll, do it it in the, I'll do it in the voice. Okay. I want you to say, uh, just wrap it up. That You've been listening to Valerie and Dave on the Sex Actually podcast. Something sim- simple like that. Oh, God. I hate everything. Uh, <laughs> just like <laughs> laughing. Um, you've been listening to Valerie and Dave on Dave's podcast, Sex Actually. <laughs> 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 <laughs>